0: It's episode 70 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason. You found my show where I talk to the creators of Certified and Bonafide, Good Stuff for Kids and Families. And today's show is almost a year in the making. I'm thrilled to present my conversation with Frances England, who is one of the greats. She writes incredible music, and her latest record, Explorer of the World, was nominated for a Grammy. And if you stay tuned all the way to the end of the show, you will hear her song, My Street, which we talk about a little bit during our conversation in its entire For everything that you need to know about the Good Stuff Kids podcast, just go to www.goodstuffpod.com. Or, you want to talk? You want to email? You want to be email buds? I'm down. I'm totally down to be email buds. Drop me a line. Mike at goodstuffpod.com. Now, here is our 4 plus 1 countdown for the week. Top 4 songs in my car plus 1 I try to get my kids to listen to. Last week the streak was broken. There was not a winner. Will there be a winner this week? Let's find out. Four, 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 plus one. Coming in at number four this week is A Dragon Tail by Funkin' Ships, past guest of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. This was on last week as well. We're on a Dragon Tail kick in our house. Coming in at number three is a good night by future guest of the good stuff kids podcast sunshine and broccoli just listen to this guitar it's the best
1: stop your feet, stop your feet. come on everybody and stop your feet let's stop let's stop wave your hands up to the stars wave your hands up to the stars.
0: can't get that out of your head and hopefully you won't get that out of your head you should check out sunshine and broccoli high energy very very fun coming in at number two this week is hop to school by jazzy ash One is a classic by the band Queen. No, it's not We Will Rock You. And no, it's not We Are The Champions. It's bicycle race. Because what are we doing every day when we get home from school? We're racing our bicycles.
1: Bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride my
0: And when's the last time you heard that song? It's pretty good. Holds up. I mean, they're legendary, right? Queen's legendary, so obviously it's gonna hold up, and that's one of their best. And our plus one this week, the one I tried to get my kids to listen to, the one that I had hoped for as a winner, is Hunk by Robert Walters, 20th Congress. Guess what? Not a winner. But it's almost summertime, that means that everything has got to be funky. If you like anything you heard on this week's countdown, you can find it at Apple Music, Spotify, or Amazon. Support these artists. Here's some more hunk. So Francis England is here. We're live. We're talking to each other on the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Uh, This has been almost a year in the making, and I'm so thrilled to get a chance to talk to you. So, Francis, welcome. How are you today?
2: I'm great. Thanks for having me, Mike.
0: Uh, Totally. It is my pleasure. So you have been making music for kids since, by my count, uh, 2006. Does that seem... That does is, that,
2: that's right, yeah.
0: Right, okay. So in 2006 was your first record, and how many records total have you, have you put out at this point?
2: You know, I've got five records for families, kids and families, and one that was for everyone else, I guess, for grownups. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so which one was the one for everyone else?
2: It's called Paths We Have Worn.
0: As we have worn. Okay. There's probably
2: yeah. like 30 people who've listened to it.
0: Oh, 31, <laughs> 31 as of today. <laughs> uh, great. So, so what was the? Uh, if we were to go back to 2006, what was the? Uh, what was the the thing or things that that sort of uh, inspired you to start a ki- a career as like a kid's kindy kids, family, <laughs> entertainer, musician type?
2: You know, I never planned on it. I really never planned on it at all. I was studying to become a children's librarian at the time I was getting my master's degree at San Jose state. And my, my kids went to actually, I just had one kid at that point, uh, Liam, he was going to a cooperative preschool here in San Francisco and we had to raise a certain amount of money every year. And, um, so as a fundraiser, I came up, I had been writing songs for him. Um, you know, it's just something I did to relax while he was taking a bath. I would write songs about what we'd done that day. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I had all these songs and, uh, I just decided to my my husband's cousin lives here and he's, he offered to record them for me. So I was like, well, that'd be a great fundraiser, you know? And so that's what I did. We just recorded it in his apartment and I just burned them for my little, you know, Epson computer. I just burned them, um,
0: the the CDs.
2: Yeah, exactly. And just like, you know, handmade the labels and, uh, and was just planning on selling them at the preschool. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, that's, that's as far as I thought it would go. Um, and it was just kind of amazing because, uh, yeah, people just started buying them and then like buying 10 more to give to gifts, um, to friends and families. And, uh, so it started, so I started, I got to the point where I had burned like a thousand, more than a thousand CDs at home and made, you know, more than a 1000 labels on my printer and stuff. And then I thought, I should really look into like what people do to manufacture CDs. um, You know, I so I really hadn't planned on it. And, um, and it was really funny, because the preschool asked me, you know, we had circle time music every day, and the director said, Why don't you come in and, you know, sing some songs? And I was like, Oh, no, 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 I can't do that. Um, I was just terrified even to play for the toddlers. (laughs) So so it, it, yeah, it was all baby steps. It just sort of like, it gradually unfolded from there, but it was definitely, I never, ever planned on it um, at all.
1: That's so
0: fun. Yeah. It's amazing. Like that, that sort of element comes up a lot um, in, in this conversation. And it, it, you know, when I talk to people about this and it's just so like, it just becomes so genuine, you know, when you're like, Oh my gosh, like like I have a gift for this and I like doing this and you know it, not just that the kids are responsive but like it resonates with the adults like I, that's such a such an amazing gift to have so do you remember like what was the what were the first songs that were on that you know handmade total indie I mean like that's deep indie <laughs> handing, out, handing out your cd with a self-made label right. like do you remember what was on uh, what was on that
2: yeah. Well, I mean, the first song that I ever wrote was fascinating creatures for, for kids was Fascinating Creatures. And that's still one of my favorite songs that I've ever done. Um it's just I like the vibe of that song a lot. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, there were other ones like, you know, paint a picture. I mean, it was just they're so simple. Um mm-hmm. you know, uh Daddy O was just about, you know, looking forward to seeing Daddy at the end of every day. Um, mm-hmm. you know, they're yeah, the books I like to read where I list off you know, a ton of different picture books. So, um, they were really all what was happening to us every day under our roof.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Um, so daddy O is one of the songs that I wanted to, that like, that's one of the, the ones I wanted to sort of key in on a little bit just because, And you know, I'm I'm just going to say like the first time I heard it, I was in the car with my, with my kids. It was on like Spotify radio or something like that. And, uh, you know, my kids are a little bit wild, <laughs> which is putting it mildly, <laughs> but like <laughs> hearing that song, it's like the only one, right? And I've been listening to a lot of kids' music as part of this. It's the only one, I think, that I've heard that like takes the, the perspective of the kid wanting to see dad. And it just like it's it's for a per, for a dad who's like pretty engaged, right? Like I do a lot of stuff with my kids yeah. school, baseball practice. I was like, oh, thank you, Francis. Like Aww. it's just so – nice. And, Aww, uh,
2: that's great to hear. Thank it, you.
0: It may have gotten a little dusty, just a little dusty in the car. And, uh, you know, so I had to wipe my eyes a little bit, <laughs> <the> dust, obviously. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but, uh, so I want to thank you for that. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah. So, um, the other song of our, of yours, so there's a lot of songs of yours that we love, but the, the bicycle song mm-hmm. is that, so that's got to come from real life, right? So what's the, what's the inspiration for that one?
2: You know, Mike, we have in our garage, we honestly have, it's either 14 or 16 bicycles. Like we have (laughs) so many bicycles. Uh, My husband is, he used to be a professional bike racer um, and he still is a bike racer. So he does it competitively. He's on a road. He actually just had a huge bike crash on Sunday. He's fine. But he called me from, he called me from the ambulance on Sunday (laughs) after a huge bike crash. Oh man. He's fine. He's fine. He just had to get a few stitches. But um, biking is something that like all of us do. I don't race. Um, but, uh, you know, everybody in my family, we ride our bikes everywhere. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so we have a lot of bikes. I'm often on my bike. Um, mm-hmm. I have a dog. So almost every day I ride, my dog runs beside me, and I ride my bike through Golden Gate Park. And, um, yeah, it's just a huge part of, of all of our lives. My, my oldest son, Liam, rides his bike to school every day. and nice. Um, nice. Yeah.
0: And and so I, I think this is going to lead us to uh, to what I think we both really want to talk about, which is your record that came out last year called Explore of the World. And mm-hmm. would you, and tell me, correct me if I'm wrong, but do you think that, do you think of this as like a concept album?
2: I do. Yeah, okay. that's definitely how I thought of it.
0: Cool. So so what's the concept behind it? I mean, I think I got it, but tell me a little <laughs> bit. Tell Tell the listeners what they can look forward to.
2: Yeah, well, it, so it's called Explore of the World," and it's really an album about paying attention. Um, and I sort of came up with the idea because I was feeling extremely distracted. Um, and I, I feel like I used to be a really observant person, um, but I felt like all these quiet moments where I typically like used to be waiting for things to happen. I would just I'd look at things, and I had instead I had. Uh, I started just looking at my phone and, you know, texting people and checking emails. And when I looked around, it wasn't just me. It was like, you know, my kids are kind of like, they, they're constantly asking to get on electronics. I look around at even toddlers, you know, at restaurants, people are on electronics. It just feels like so many of us, um, it's really easy to get distracted and kind of consumed. And, and that means that we're not actually looking around at what's right in front of us. And so I just got really mindful about that, and um, yeah, and wrote uh, ten songs that were that really were all about that, and hopefully inspired people to sort of look up. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And I mean, just you know, a, a a moment of commiseration. Like I think that we were at Disneyland a few months ago and uh-huh. like, just like walking into the restaurants and so many of the kids are there like on their iPads or on their phone or whatever. Yeah. It is. And, and I think that that's, that's an, an important thing to notice. And, and to the fact that you've created an album around sort of the idea of paying attention is, is really cool. So, and thanks. thank you. So, yeah.
1: Thanks. so
0: explore the world is, I, I I have to be honest with you and say it's one of my favorite songs right now. Oh, uh, thanks, Mike. <laughs> I just like I think musically it's really interesting, and and uh, and it, the whole album shows like growth, and and we'll talk about some of the different things, but. Um, was a lot of this inspired by where you live and and I know you're in the the San Francisco Bay area and you know it seems like you know what you see on your street like street life those kinds of things like mm-hmm. how inspiring was the I guess your even your neighborhood like to you know and and we were gonna originally we had big plans you and I to <laughs> like walk around and and see all these things and record things but unfortunately life happens for, exactly. for everyone. but uh, right. but um so so how important was that aspect to the the writing of this record
2: it was super important to me because the record's really about looking at, you know, to be an explorer of the world, you don't have to go to these far off places. You can be an explorer of the world right in your backyard if you're paying attention. So, you know, it was really important for me to pay attention to where I live. And, um, yeah, so I started with my neighborhood and, um, I had a little field mic and I would take these, you know, part of being mindful and getting off my phone and really looking around, I would go for these walks and I had a little, um, zoom mic that I would take with me. And I would just walk around with these headphones on with the mic going. So every, the, you know, the sounds were really amplified and, uh, yeah, it was just really great, um, to hear the sounds of my city. And so I started writing, I wanted to mix up my songwriting process too. Cause I, I felt like I, you know, I get into these ruts of just writing with the same chord progressions. Mm-hmm. So I started writing like, uh, the song, my street, I, I wrote that just with a, you know, with the city sounds behind. I didn't have any music. The melody just was on top of street noises basically. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so it was super important. And I, I love San Francisco so much. I mean, I've, we've lived here for almost 20 years. I, this, this city just like tugs at my heartstrings big time still after, after all these years. And uh, so it's, yeah, it was, it was a fun thing to work on.
0: Yeah. Um, And you know but like and it's a departure i think and i think that like it inspired you to write in different ways so is the song um street life right the one that starts with like the bucket drums yeah it's a little bit of a sequel to explore the world is that am i thinking of the right song
2: yeah yeah, yeah, you are yeah
0: so um how, how do you go from exploring to to sort of thinking of those things you found and and where did those bucket drums come from
2: The Bucket Drums came from a guy that I see all the time down at the Embarcadero, and he's you know, he's there all the – there's a few of them that are there all the time. But, yeah, it was just one of those days where I was out walking with the microphone, and um, he's just – yeah, he's so good, and I I just loved what he was playing. So I recorded him, and then I asked him if I could use it, and he said, yeah, sure, you know. Uh And, um, yeah, so that's where that came from. Um, And, yeah, that's actually my favorite song on the whole album, Street Life. I I really love – how that came out that song came out
0: yeah it's very cool very interesting um and, and different so you, there's um there's some different edges to the music I would say um you know like maybe some more electronic drum sounds mm-hmm. and and uh is that I guess what was the the inspiration for sort of going from a, a more folky type of sound to you know what. You know which is something that, like that I like to experiment with is like these just like give me a beat you know? yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah well like I said I really wanted to shake things up like I really didn't want to do the same thing again I wanted to do something different so you know I ordered a couple old drum machines off eBay and I honestly didn't know what I was doing I still don't know what I was doing I was just messing around with beats and um, so I did that and then um, I mean the the great thing is I, Dave Weiner, who co-produced the album, he plays with Justin Roberts' band. Uh Um, He had put out an EP, like, a few years ago that I really, really liked, and um, every time Justin would play here, Dave and I would end up talking about music. We had a lot of, um, you know, common interests in bands and stuff. So uh, I just thought it would be really interesting if Dave, I'd worked with Dean Jones several times before, and I love Dean Jones, Um, but I just thought, like, it would be really interesting if I brought Dave into the mix and he's great with like percussion and beats are, you know, one of the things he's really, really strong at. So, um, yeah, I thought just those two, the combination of those two working together would be really cool. And, um, yeah, so Dave was, you know, he was amazing with coming up with some of those beats too.
0: That's really, that's cool. So, and, and the record yeah. we should say was nominated for a Grammy, yeah. and, uh, which is so amazing. <laughs> like what a dream even just to be nominated.
2: Oh, uh, I know. Totally. And it was such a great crew. Like they were, those are all yeah. my really good friends that I was yeah. nominated with. So yeah. yeah, it was pretty special.
0: Yeah. And that's, uh, and I saw, you know, so like following you on Instagram, I saw you spent some time in the woods with the Okie Dokie brothers the other day, maybe. And, yep.
2: Uh, I love those guys. They're so great.
0: Cool. And uh, but also saw the van was packed up and you made your way to L.A. for the the Grammys. Any amazing, funny, weird, not weird takeaways from that? Like, you know, um, I talked to Brady Reimer and he had a picture with Rick Ross, which I just think is the weirdest and coolest thing. Um, (laughs) Any uh, any any cool, weird stuff like that happened to you or is it just like here we are?
2: Oh, it was a trip. I mean, it, it was really, really fun because I took my boys with me um, and my husband. So we, we had a road trip down, which was great. And then my two bandmates came with us. Um, and uh, it was just really, really fun to do the trip with them. But um, yeah, I think having my kids there was just like the funnest part because, uh-huh. uh, you know, we had to walk the red carpet, which is such a bizarre experience. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and so if cool. they hadn't been there, it's really kind of overwhelming and... um you know, I kept looking back at them, and they were just like, "This is just ridiculous," you know. And yeah. and so it was funny. So we were all kind of cracking up. Um, but if they hadn't been there, I probably would have been I, a lot more nervous than I was. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: you could you could put the focus somewhere else.
2: Exactly. Bit. They yeah. keep it real. They always do. <laughs> yeah,
0: they sure do. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. So that's so cool. And congrats on that. And uh, everyone's a winner when you're nominated. Oh, I
2: felt Grammy. I felt it for sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's really cool. So, what's uh, what's coming up for you? I know you had a show at Freight and Salvage uh, last week. we mm-hmm. were recording March 24th. But what's what's in the pipeline for you?
2: Um, I've got a few summer shows. I, I mean, I don't play shows too often, but um, yeah, I've got, I'm playing at the um, Museum of Art in Philadelphia and I'm really excited about that show in, in, J- in July and we're working with, um, they're going to be doing a wildlife photography exhibit and I'm going to be writing a couple of original songs oh, no. around that. So I'm super excited about that because that's actually what I kind of want to move more into doing is performing at um, museums and performing arts centers because I, I really like to do projections and mm. videos and uh, a little bit of field Recordings and all that and sort of weave that into the shows that I, um, oh, interesting. On. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. so yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited about doing that. And then we're going to South Carolina to Columbia, um, in the summer. Uh, and I can't wait to do that so I can see my friend Molly Ledford, especially from lunch <laughs> money. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And then I'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna be, wor- I'm actually working on a non kid CD right now. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, with, um, with the two guys that I play with and, uh, hopefully putting out another family CD um, yeah, so we'll see.
0: Awesome. All sounds good. So how can we, how can we find you, follow you, those kinds of things? I mean, I mentioned Instagram and, uh, Yeah. And,
2: yeah. Like I have that. a website. It's just Francis That's probably the best way. And then, yeah, I'm on Instagram and, um, Facebook and all that. So, yeah. Cool.
0: Um, okay. So I'm going to put you on the spot. I have two on the spot questions, but I think okay. you can handle it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay. um, so, number one, you're in San Francisco. I'm uh, in the Belmont, which is like, you know, 20 ish miles away.
2: Mm-hmm. Belmont's if, beautiful. I love where you live.
0: Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, and where you live is amazing, too. So, when I come up to your area, right? If I'm ever in your neighborhood, what's yeah. the. And I, I mean, I love food and trying different foods and things like that. So, that's your spoiler on the question. But if I'm in your neighborhood, where's the place I've got to go? What's the food I got to try?
2: Okay, so. Outerlands is like our, our best restaurant. Um, have you heard of Outerlands before?
0: I've not heard of Outerlands.
2: Yeah. It's, it's incredible. It's, um, it's, you know, maybe five blocks from the beach and it's just like this. Yeah. Incredible chefs and, uh, beautiful food. Uh, the best bread you'll probably ever have. Um, yeah. So you should check it out. And it's, it's a really like sweet place. There's all this reclaimed wood and they have little Afghan blankets that you can put on. <laughs> if you're sitting because you're by the beach, it's kind of cold and it's just got a really amazing vibe. And then the food is just, it's uh it's really simple, but extraordinary. Nice. That, yeah. That, and if you're was, looking for coffee, Andy town, that's always just like, a for coffee. okay. Andy town <laughs> is a great coffee shop. That's, you know, that's a few blocks from where I live. It's great. Cool. Okay.
0: So Francis, I, I can't thank you enough. You're the best. Big, huge thanks to Francis England. so great to finally connect after almost a year of trying to catch each other. Remember to stay tuned all the way to the end. I mean, we're almost there, but to hear Francis's song, My Street, all the way through. And if you're enjoying the Good Stuff Kids podcast, you know, help us out. Tell a friend, tell two friends, tell three or four friends, write a review on iTunes, give us a nice rating, or, you know, when I say we, I mean me, but you know what I mean. Anyhow... Hope you guys are having a great week so far. We will talk to you again this week, I think. It's another double whammy. And until that time, here is My Street by Francis England.
1: lived My street Bikes and riders My street Cars and drivers People always going somewhere Going here Going there Oh Show, show, show you the way I'll be there to warn you about those twists and those turns I'll be there to lead you back home To lead you back, to lead you back To my street, like no other My street, winter summer My street, always changing I look around, I look around My street, friendly neighbor My street now it laid on my strength, I know something happening every day. Don don dun 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 Don 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 dun dun My neighbors coming back around I see their windows light up so bright Hope safe, hope safe, hope safe for the night